When you love riding a motorcycle, you want to ride it everywhere, even to a physical. Let's check your weight. Hop on the scale. Look at that. You're down a few pounds. Oh, yeah. Must be the new carbon fiber wheels. And when you love saving money, you want to save even more. That's why GEICO makes it easy to bundle your motorcycle and car insurance. I'm going to prescribe 91 octane for your engine knock, and we'll want to see you again in 3,000 miles. Kickstart your savings with GEICO Motorcycle. Bundle and save on the things you love. The Bob and Tom Show presents the Bits and Pieces Podcast. different every day you should think about what you do or say Santa's got a whole new outlook writing out new things in his book don't hit your sister you better resist cause you don't want to get old Santa pissed yes this Christmas is not the same remember Santa is an Italian name look out Santa he wants to kick your butt Of new socks, horse head in your bed. Ow! What a shock! Remember the happy song the elves once sang. Santa's still the leader, but now they're a street gang. Better do right, from the good don't swerve. That Santa might give you just what you deserve. Come with a crash, and the living room soon reeked of sour mash. He was tattooed and crusty and wore dirty red felt, and under his eye was a nasty black and blue welt. His belt and his shoes all had tarnished buckles. He reached down in his pants and pulled out his brass knuckles. Hi, it's the Bits and Pieces podcast with uh, Jessica Hooker and Jessica Alsman and did I say Jessica Hooker? That's okay. Uh, and uh, Jason, hi Hoffy. Hi Chick, what are you doing here? Uh, well, Willie uh, cannot be here today. Um, evidently, if your father's the boss, you get to take a vacation. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't have that luxury. I That was Duke Tomato. This is where we look back on bits from the uh, Bob and Tom show in the past. That was Duke. Look out at Santa. First time I saw Duke Tomato was in 
a place called Uncle Slugs in the basement of Union Station. Oh, my God. And I was standing at the back bar, and I hear this guitar player, and I look around, and it's Duke wearing a miner's helmet with that light on it, and he used to walk around the club and play guitar and look at people. (laughs) And I said, I'm going to like this guy. Yeah. So that's, uh, gosh, that was 80, 88, 89, something like that. And I told him, you need to write a song about Santa. How about this? And <laughs> Is that right? Okay, that part's not right. But, um, this is the Bits and Pieces podcast. Willie is not here. He's taking some well-needed days off. Mm-hmm. And um, so here we are. Here I am, hosting my own... Uh, You're filling in for Willie. I, yeah, that's where, <laughs> that's where we're at. <laughs> just... You know, I got that eerie feeling. Uh, <laughs> a couple weeks ago, I looked at him talking to his dad off the air, and I thought... I'm going to be working for another Griswold. <laughs> Gee, many Christmas. And speaking of Christmas, this is, uh, we continue the Christmas uh, episodes of Bits and Pieces. Is that right? Yeah, we did gifts last week, and uh, it's, it's uh more general Christmas theme this week. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you have a favorite Bob and Tom Christmas? I We played it when I was uh, the special guest here on the Bits and Pieces show. It was, uh, it was one of mine. Uh, yes, Virginia, there is a Tom mm. Griswold, and we don't hear that much anymore. And I forgot to tell Tom to play it uh, oh. or last week, but I, I totally okay. forgot, totally spaced it. That's okay. You can hear it here. Can I hear it here? Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe. Maybe. Should we go on to another bit? Or maybe chat some more? What do you want to do? <laughs> this is, your first, is, this, is this your first time hosting a podcast? Hey, Tim Cavanaugh. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like I'm guesting on OTA right now. <laughs> I won't work with this woman. Tim Cavanaugh. <laughs> Uh, well, he's got a different uh, different take on the Christmas and music in general. Here we go. Yo, 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 Timmy C in the his house. Christmas represent. <laughs> my name is Timmy C. Welcome to my rhyme. I work at the mall during Christmas time. I wrap gifts, your holiday presents, and pretty paper that makes them look pleasant. I'm what you'd call a Christmas rapper. I'll wrap your Roomba, I'll wrap your clapper. I Christmas rap while others just jingle. In the hood, they call me Luther Chris Kringer. Get up every morning, leave my cribbin. Get on the bus so I can curl your ribbon. Rappers have money, rappers have power. I make over six bucks an hour. <laughs> my rapping will impress your biatch. I use tape that they call skiatch. When I rap, I don't grab my Kriach. Hell, I'm in the middle of a mall in the kiosk. <laughs> So what I call my Christmas rap in the mall, all I do, y'all's Christmas rap. I rap the old school way. My scissors are blunt like in first grade. When a lady asks me about the junk in her trunk, I go to her car and wrap her fix a flat jump. Red and green paper with a Santa hat. I love Christmas and the Christmas rap. Some people think I'm greedy. I charge three bucks to wrap a 50 cent CD. I wrap it all from crap to designer. I'll even wrap dangerous from China. Paper cups turn my shirt blood red, which isn't all bad because I get street cred. I'm keeping it real full shizzle, wrapping a rug shampoo by Bizzle. Yo, yo, just this afternoon I wrapped a yo, yo, and yesterday I wrapped a yo, yo. My CD, if I was jealous of a cellist, that's who it would be. During my break, I sit on Sanders lap because I love Christmas and the Christmas rap. <laughs> Tim Cavanaugh? And the rap, 
The Christmas wrap. That sounds pretty good, right? I assume you have no memory of that. I have no memory of that whatsoever. Yeah. I don't uh, remember it. I have never. I don't yeah. think I've ever heard it. Obviously, they were laughing on it, so yeah. uh, it was played at least once. <laughs> <laughs> One and you, time. And you two kind of were uh, were shocked and a little scared listening to that, I, I noticed. I, I mean, to me, Tim Cavanaugh is, is like, I don't know. Angelic, almost. Yeah, he taught yeah, religion. I didn't... He taught religion at a Catholic uh, girls' uh, high school. Is yeah. that the way, right way to say that? Just Catholic girls? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Just Did he Catholic, really? A Catholic yeah. school, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. He taught. Uh, there's a better word than I'm going to divinity? use. Divinity. Religion. Divinity. No, that's the dessert. Divinity. The fudge. Mm. The little white fudge. Yeah, I like that's that. Really good. He had rhyming skills, though. Oh, Biatch I know. I love, yeah, the, B, the B, I love it when you can create your own word for the sake of rhyming. Yes, I like that's my big fan. Uh, I my cribbin and using my ribbon. <laughs> that was my favorite rhyme of the whole thing. Is it true, Jess, that at one point you could rap the entire Tupac album? Back yes. to front, front yeah. to back. Yes, awesome. Yes, you go rolling into the high school. Well, um, kind of. I would. I had to drop. I had to drop my sister off at daycare, and then my other <laughs> sister off at elementary school, and then my brother off at middle school, and then I would go to the high school. So yes, in my little Jeep Cherokee, I would. Uh, I would play Tupac and with all my siblings in the car. <laughs> Which album is it? The one with Mama on it? Yes. Or? Yes. Oh, uh, you wonder why they call you bitch? Was uh, was mm. one of my favorites. Indeed. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the song. Yeah, okay. I'll play it for you later. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's get into. I it. never got into Tupac. Was he that good? I mean, was he? He was. Um, so my thing with Tupac was, and this was a while ago, but now it's kind of played out. He was. That is so played, man. So played out. Yeah, he was the one that basically was like. He has that quote that it's like, if, if you want to thrive, you have to like feed your body nutritional food and you have to do like he was he was he was a very grounded person mm-hmm. for what his persona was uh, like you got to if, if you want to change, you got to change the way you eat. You got to change the way you live and you got to w- change the way you treat each other. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, wow. And then I really started to listen to his lyrics and it 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 was actually very thought provoking. It is. It still is. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Because see, I always had the thought that you know Nirvana with Kurt Cobain, you know they only did three or four albums, mm-hmm. and you know I'm I'm a fan, but I feel like the legend has grown beyond what he actually is. So I didn't know if yeah. Tupac has kind of gotten that way. But uh, it sounds like he probably deserves. I feel like he deserves That's it. Cool. I feel like he was ahead of his time in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I I just I have I have a lot of respect for him. Favorite rapper, Alsman? Ooh. Ooh. Oh, uh, that's so much pressure. I really Tupac? like Nelly. Oh, yeah. I really like good. Nelly. Where I don't know if that counts as rapping. Eminem is probably the biggest one in our house. Like, Donnie yeah. is, I don't know, you call it Eminem head? Eminem yeah. head? Uh, yeah, I like Eminem for sure. He can rap so fast. Bust yeah. a Move, greatest rap song in the history of the world. Uh, I don't, who? Young, young, Bust a Move. Young MC. Young MC. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm with Chick on this and one. And I think he yes, he wrote some uh, he wrote some Tone Lokes too. I think he wrote yep. uh, Funky, yep. uh, Cold. Yep. Uh, yeah. I think he oh, did. See, I would top three, but that's no question. Mid-90s, right? Yeah. Oh, I hope you're... Th- 
What about Ja Rule? Ja Rule or was DMX. Good. I like, have a lot of love for Ja Rule because that was like Ja Rule. My... It wasn't me. It wasn't me. Is that him? No, <laughs> oh. it was Shaggy. I had that. Shaggy. Yeah, that's Shaggy. It yeah. wasn't me. It wasn't me. Ja Rule was like the soundtrack to uh, Put it on college me. years. Like, yeah. What would I do without my baby? Yes, exactly. Him and Ashanti, and yeah, that. But like, I don't think that people realize just how talented Busta Rhymes is like this guy like that he he's so good I shut up I'm no, serious no, no, no I thought you were gonna say you, I thought you were gonna say you, people don't know how talented Tim Cavanaugh. No, <laughs> Tim Cavanaugh is in the same category now yeah. as all of these guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. Yeah, that's, right. true. That's, yeah. true. that's true. That's true. I'm also a big Ludacris fan. What about Biggie? Oh. Biggie? No, I, I, I mean, I appreciate it, but no. I just, no. The only Chris Wallace I recognize reads news. There. Oh, okay, okay. Isn't that Biggie's real name, Chris Wallace? Uh, that sounds right, yeah. Okay. You know what? Like, I, I admire Chick a lot of things. Oh, thank uh-huh. you very much. Please but continue. His desire to continue to find new music Oh, I, is, go, I, I go mad with it. It, it. Which is insane, because a lot of my friends just kind of stick with what they've learned, you know, mm-hmm. what they listen to in college. Mm-hmm. And and I still, obviously with Spotify, you can find, and right. if you get bored with music, you're not doing it right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, you, or you just don't have that drive. And man, Chick, you have it. Even, even in, I mean, I don't know any rap. Daily really, Mix. But yeah. you know, you have such a good breadth of love of music. When I first uh, started watching TikTok, there was a lot of TikTok music that mm-hmm. I was very intrigued by. But I later found out it wasn't very good. <laughs> just I was just intrigued. A couple things were okay. But really? Yeah. Yeah, there is, there's really no better feeling than playing a song when Chick's around and him going, what, what, what is this? I've never heard this. <laughs> you know, and then he likes it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe this Tim one is yeah. one that we can do. <laughs> On TikTok. Or we can save <gasps> it for true. next year's uh, Bits and Pieces Christmas show. I That's think true. That would be. Uh, now we're moving on to something more uh, more uh, current. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes things happen the last couple of days of the of the year of the show, and they kind of get forgotten. And I thought Pat had a good song. And in some cases, it's worth it. I mean, worthy <laughs> to be forgotten. But in this case, okay, okay. we're going to... We're mailing it in that last week. You know we are. Come on. Who's kidding who? This is uh, simply the new one from Pat Godwin. Christmas is very expensive. (laughs) So are ex-wives, ex-boxes, and kids. (laughs) My alimony's due on December 22. Christmas is, of course, on the 25th. (laughs) I don't get paid till the 1st. I'm broke, what am I gonna say? I'll tell my son Santa sent me a letter. Now January 3rd's Christmas Day. (laughs) (laughs) January 3rd is Christmas Day. With a ho, 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 and a what the hey. I can get his gifts off lay away. Now the January 3rd's Christmas Day. Since Santa moved it to January. Hey, I get a great deal on a tree. <laughs> Legos were half off. Stores laid half of their staff off. Wrapping paper's practically free, Josh. <laughs> Christmas Eve is January 2nd now. <laughs> New Year's remains the same. Until your mama remarries 
there's no more Tooth Fairy. <laughs> January 3rd, haven't you heard? January 3rd's Christmas Day. Oh, oh he buys it. Yes. Lovely. Maybe he'll get a message from Santa saying he Santa's officially moved Christmas to another. So I be the way to play that. Here is a super secret behind the scenes. Oh, uh, Pat sent me the first draft of this song. He texted it to me, and it is a little bit more depressing than this than this <laughs> than this final version. And I read it, and I was like, "Oh no, no, Pat, this is is too close, too close to home, too close to home." <laughs> I say it felt pretty real anyway. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but he added some things, and obviously took some things out. And this this was. I'm glad. I'm glad it was as well received as it was. Yeah, I, he killed it. I related. It wasn't yeah. Christmas as a child for me in our home. If uh, most of the gifts weren't in layaway, like right. for six months of the year. Yes. Yes. And even mom's like, "I've got to go pick up stuff at Kmart." Yes. What is it? Mm, they're holding stuff. You. Yes. Yeah. Or Santa's got to go stop at Kmart. Something like that. Do you know they still have layaway at some places? Yeah, yeah sure. Oh, I didn't think I didn't think that they did that. Does Walmart, Walmart still does, I think right? Walmart yeah. still has layaway. I didn't know until someone in my family said something about layaway and I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, that's not a punchline. You're that's you're. Oh, you're being serious. So does like a Target do it? I don't know. Ten dollars down and five bucks a week or something. Or I don't know. Did you pay more? Did you pay? You had to pay a little bit more. Right? Yeah. Like there was a holding fee. I would think there's interest. And I if don't you didn't know. make a certain payment, they could release it. They could put it back. Oh my gosh! I always figured there's like some annoying family out there that like. Actually, they're probably not annoying. They're probably smart. Like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna buy everything after Christmas when it's on sale, and have our Christmas and have get more stuff mm-hmm. at lower prices, and mm-hmm. have their Christmas January third, like Pat. But yes, well, they yeah. don't do that. I mean, I don't know. I go through and uh, like I'll hit up and get a couple of decorations, things I had my eye on that are oh, <laughs> that yeah. get marked down seventy five percent after Christmas, and mm-hmm. pack them away with Christmas stuff for next year. That was always a thing. the The day after Christmas, my mom would always her yeah. and her sisters or her cousins would go shopping for like um, just things that had Christmas wrap, maybe a wrapping oh, yeah. paper, yeah. lights, and, and, trees, well, artificial trees, and wreaths, like, and like a paper towel and stuff that had oh yeah Christmas oh. print. They would come back with just loads yeah, of stuff. That's oh, a good idea. I would have paid a quarter for that. Yeah, <laughs> right. Well, great. We got to store it for the next eleven months. Right. And, yeah, it was really weird as a boy. Yeah. What are you doing? What are you doing? How far down the road were you guys with uh, some aspects of uh, Christmas? You know, believing if uh, someone would visit you in your house. Did you guys? I don't. You never did? I'm going to bum you guys out. I never believed in Santa Claus. I was. I was. I couldn't. I actually, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that I didn't. I didn't believe in Santa Claus. At least through third grade, I think I did. Yeah. Maybe fourth grade. It was like, I don't know. I think that's probably typical third-ish. Third, fourth yeah, grade. Third that sounds right. Old. That sounds right. I'd, it's probably too long. My dad, um, in, the sp- in the spare bedroom, he would put a sign on the door that said, uh, like, uh, do not enter um, meeting with Santa. Like, Santa was like... I, I mean, like, how... He's in the house. How wild. Yeah, like, for there... I remember there being a time, like... So, on the other side of this door, Santa Claus is there. <laughs> and me just being like, no. And my dad would like talk loud and make it sound like he was like, oh, okay, we'll wrap this and do mm. that. I mean, like he did the whole thing. Oh, wow. And I, I think that's when I started to not believe. You like, called this BS is, when yeah, you were I was four. like, yeah. man, I believe. 
believed it. Oh, Mom's no. like, I'm calling Santa now. You're misbehaving. And I'm like, no, oh. on the th- floor just throwing myself. And it's like that long corded phone. She's like, yes. you know, wrapped mm-hmm. around making a phone call and you hear it. And then you go and grab the other phone. I'm like, it's time and temperature. Yeah, <laughs> you, just, it's, you just called time and temperature. And then she's like, well, I did that to test you. And now I'm definitely calling him. Yeah. I'm like, no. Oh. Wow, you are I'm you're making me feel a lot better. I my mom used to do things like that too, but it was yeah. I okay, good. I don't feel as bad. My mom would call the gypsies to come and pick me up when I was bad. Oh yeah, that's right. She would have us pack our bags and sit yeah, on the porch. That, yeah. Oh yeah. wow. Yeah, pack your bags, sit on the porch. Wow. She's calling the gypsies. And then when they didn't show up after 30 minutes, she'd come outside and say, you're so bad, the gypsies don't even want you. <laughs> That'd be great if she had some sisters or something that would that dress would up really and come and pick That would really do that. Yeah, yeah, that's... Uh, that's um, but weirdly enough, I found a Mother's Day card that said something along the lines of, thanks for not selling me to the gypsies. Oh, so this is a common right. thing. A, it's okay. a lot more common okay. than you think Yeah, it is. I yeah. didn't realize that it was, but yeah, my mom would do all kinds of stuff like that. Like, I'm calling Santa, or I'm calling your dad. You're, you're going to be in trouble on Friday when he picks you up. <laughs> Things like that. Isn't the last gasp with the uh, with the uh, the kids who start to become aware of what's going on, the, the parents, the last, they'll go, well, uh, the presents are empty mm-hmm. until New Year's Eve, and then <laughs> Santa oh, really? comes and puts some presents in the boxes. Yeah, I remember believing that too. I was down the road, man. Really? Yes. We. I know. All I know is I got up the next morning and the milk and cookies were gone. Yeah. <laughs> you, ex- you explain that. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We we did a thing with with our kids where it was. Everything that was wrapped was from mom and dad, and then there was like one gift that wasn't wrapped, and that was from Santa. Mm -hmm. And that felt like a good, like, I don't know, somewhere in the middle of like totally making these kids believe that Santa Claus brought all this stuff. Santa still comes to my house. Does he really? Mm -hmm. Do you sign them from Santa? Mm -hmm. My dad's, my dad signed them from Santa. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't, we don't sign, we don't even put name tags on ours. Like our kids have color-coded paper so nice yeah they know whose is whose that's a little ocd but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> oh hey look uh, in our uh, honor of our uh, christmas uh, edition of the bits and pieces podcast it's the lennon and mccartney the bob and tom show chick indeed and uh, um, well of course yeah we took on uh, christmas uh, a couple times and it sounded a little something like this everyone enjoyed the unspoiled acapella majesty of Chicken Dean and all their best. <laughs> well, now they're back and just in time for the holidays. Chicken Dean and all their Christmas best. Just listen to these Christmas classics. You'll get sing-alongs that the whole family can enjoy. And hey, let's not forget why we celebrate Christmas. Two men, two voices, and one shining star. 
If you order before midnight tonight, you'll get honky and hornies clowning around at Christmas. It's just for the kids. But wait, there's more. For this special radio offer only, if you call right now, you'll get Chicken Dean and Horny and Hockey. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. (laughs) (laughs) So don't forget that phone number and call now. Yeah, that uh, <laughs> that was uh, that was something, huh? Uh, for those of you who remember, that was horny and the horny and honky with uh, Dean and I. But um, there was horny the clown on the show for a long, well, as long as Tom let me do it. <laughs> uh, Marty, our program director, thought it would be funny, and it, and it was a couple times <laughs> to uh, for horny to come in and just be a clown and honk his horn and tell jokes. And the only one who could understand him was me. So I go, honk, honk, honk. These two guys walk into a bar, honk, honk. And then, and uh, man, that, that horn irritated Tom to no end. And uh, obviously, we, well, say, we stopped doing that. What's the name of the bit? Uh, Horny the Clown. Yeah. And there, and there was, or was it Honky the Clown? No, there was Horny the Clown. There was Horny. Remember, the, Horny, Horny the Clown was first, and then we just threw Honky in. Which was a different, you know, there was a different there was horn. A, Honky was a higher pitched horn. Yeah. This is too much information. No, no, no. No, they they (laughs) want to know. Yeah, is this good? Oh, I remember you. I remember there was, you would, there was, Horny was in a bit or two years ago. He was? Yes. Uh, Maybe it was, um, and I'd have to find it, but I I remember it as a high schooler hearing it. Right, right. Yeah. But if you've never done something on the show and going in, you're like nervous and scared, and then you start doing it and you get more nervous and more scared. And at the end, you're just terrified. You haven't lived. <laughs> yeah. That I can, was the, I can uh, horny, relate. I can relate. That was the horny bit. Yeah. Knowing oh, this is going to go nowhere. And damned if it doesn't. <laughs> well, <sighs> and it's similar to Chippy, who was just uh, yeah, a part of the a, show this past year. What it is, an inanimate object, and I give a, a, a voice you give a to life. it. Yeah. And I make it come alive. <laughs> Does anybody take this that seriously? Just you. Just me? Okay. Uh, Hey, Donnie Baker on our uh, Christmas edition of the Bits and Pieces podcast. Donnie Baker is... He got a seasonal job. That's nice. Yeah. Hey, Bob and Tom, it's Donnie Baker, man. You guys are never going to believe where I've been working part-time this season. Santa's Village at the mall. I swear to God, it's true, man. Look it up. And guess who's been playing Santa? Hey, I earned it. I mean, the last four years, me and Scotty Winkler have been working as them stupid elves on the camera crew. Except Scotty couldn't come back this year. I guess a few of the parents had issues with Scotty wearing tights. Whatever, man. You'd have to see it to understand anyways. And the best part about this job is the employee disc. The other morning it paid off big time. I snagged one of them Xbox 360s. I never told you guys I'm like a black belt on regular Xbox. I mean, I got so good at Halo 2, the CIA sent a guy to try and recruit me to be an assassin. (laughs) Look it up, man. 
Well, actually, you can't because it's all top-secret government stuff. But I don't roll that way anyways. I mean, if i got a problem with somebody, I don't hesitate to take them out. But I'll do it right to their face like Bruce Lee or Walker, Texas Ranger. I mean, putting poison in a guy's toothpaste is for pussies. And I don't need night vision to spy on people. Hell, my first job was working a skate shop at the roller cave. My corny is just naturally adapted to dark anyways. Man, i got this one move where I can punch through a guy's ribs, rip out his stomach, and tell him right to his face what he had for dinner. Plus, I can name all the pressure points on a human body in less than 60 seconds. I could win a lot of bar bets if I wanted to. I swear to God I could. Man, I've been waiting forever for this Xbox 360. If I wanted to, man, I could sell it and dump the Santa gig. I think kids are spoiled brats today anyways. A lot of them I towed right to their face. I mean, you wouldn't believe all the crap they think they deserve. Hell, the only thing I ever asked for from Santa was a stretch Armstrong. Remember? It was like that little doll full of snot that worked like taffy. I never got it, man. Closest I ever got to my stretch Armstrong was in Mom Phyllis put my G.I. Joe in the oven until it melted. I played with him for about 10 minutes before he cooled off and hardened up again. The legs are cool because they were like double-jointed when it hardened up, but his face looked like Cher's little boy in a movie mask. <laughs> I rode the bus with this kid who had a giant mole or goiter, man. He used to poke it with a protractor trying to get pus to pop out of it. This kid was lucky, man. It was so big he couldn't even jump rope, so he got to sleep during gym class. He didn't have to square dance either. I got your dosy dough right here, Mr. Phillips. But anyways, man, when you put on a Santa costume, kids will buy anything, you tell them. A lot of kids are fascinated with the reindeer, man. They believe anything I say. They all want to know where the reindeer are and how come they're not with me. <laughs> I told this one kid my reindeer had a bad case of the trots. He was like, which one? I was like, I don't know, Donner or Fabio, whatever, man. I told the kids that reindeers are like strippers. They're all known by their first names. Man, this one kid wanted nothing but Harry Potter books and a bunch of Harry Potter action figures. I told him, man, why not go ahead and ask for the French horn, because that's where your life's headed anyway. I mean, somebody's got to set these kids straight. I also told him Santa was tired of milk and cookies waiting on me. How about some hot wings and Doritos? <laughs> man, break time's almost over. i got to go back and put this itchy beard back on. Plus, i got a Yule log of my own. i got to drop down the porcelain chimney. <laughs> well, Merry Christmas, man. i got to go. Ah, the old Yule log, log down the porcelain chimney. My oh. goodness. Oh, man. I missed the... Uh, huh. he, he did used to do that, like, like the king, I guess. Yeah, a I don't lot know more what that was that. all about. Uh, our next bit is... Hold, uh, hold on. Have you guys... I mean, do you remember as a kid going to the mall, Santa? Was oh. that a big deal? We never went to the mall. I think we had a we Santa didn't have that a came. Mall, did we you? didn't. Uh, to go to the, you go to the mall twice a year. School clothing and maybe for Christmas clothes, but we weren't cool enough to meet Santa. But he came to the Rushville Park once, and I think we sat on his lap and then, you know, cried. That sound, doesn't that it. sound like a homeless guy in a red sports coat at the at the park? It what could have been. Oh, it yeah. could have been. It's, it's Santa. I there guess. You go. We don't have to pay or tip. Here you go. Um. Yeah, we did. We had the pictures with Santa every single year. Yeah. Yeah. I had, I, I, there, I must have done it one time because there was a picture. That's all I remember. I don't mm. remember anything. My brother was crying in every picture. He cried in every, he, that's all he did was cry growing up. He's crying all the time. Yes. I love it when you talk about it. He's <laughs> so just, just fat and hungry and crying all the time. Fat and My un- brother had jowls. Like I'm not kidding. Like he, they hung down right here. He was his face was so fat. He looked like a basset hound a little bit. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. So he just, yeah, he he just he ruined every picture. There's a lot. There's a lot to unpack there with with uh, with my mental health because in every picture I'm just like absolutely proper and smiling and mm-hmm. not moved and mm-hmm. they're just like 
trying to get a picture of him like not red puffy eyes and snot <laughs> coming down his nose. It's just yeah. I think that's what makes it more endearing. Though. I think so. You've yeah, those have a pictures kid that's are great upset. now. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Don't you love those unfortunate family photos? God, those are great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I go down that hole all the time on the on the uh, there's a Instagram very, or something. Yeah. Like yeah, there's a there's a family picture of us. And I don't know how it happened. I'm sure it was trying to uh, work with my brother and give him candy or whatever to make him stop crying. But however the picture ended up, there's like a there's like a foot gap between me and the rest of my family. Like I'm sitting there smiling, sitting up straight. <laughs> and then there's know. the three of them <laughs> over here. They're holding my brother. My parents are like close together. And I'm just like over here. And I think that that's why a lot of people thought I was adopted. Part of that picture. No, bad photographer. I looked. I I looked Asian when I was growing Mm -hmm. up, and Mm -hmm. people came up to my parents at church and would say, "God bless you. Good, you did a you did a wonderful thing. Mm -hmm. God bless you." How dare they just say that? Well, it was the eighties. Yeah, they they assumed everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that picture just like when they would tell me that story, and then I'd see that picture, and I was like, "What if I am adopted?" Tell him, tell him the, uh, tell him the dad, uh, you and your dad had the comedy bit where he'd ask you what time it was. Oh, my, when I was, when I was little, my <laughs> I dad, you, I think you've heard this, Jason. Yeah. My dad would tell me at six o'clock and I would be like, yeah, it's six o'clock. And he's like, okay. So then whenever we would be at a party or a family function, he would wait until it was six o'clock and he would ask me what time it is. And I would look at the clock and I'm like three, like yeah, very, right, very right. young. Yeah. And I would be at six o'clock and people were like, oh my God. <laughs> Toddler can tell time. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty funny. That's fantastic. God's yeah. got to say something about you and your dad and the whole yeah. impressing Let's not. people. Let's and, not. Okay. I'm missing a therapy section actually, so let's skip it. Uh, yeah, I called mine off this week. I don't know why. I, you did? What did that, you guys see therapists? You don't do you, Hoffie. You're, you're, this show is my therapy. You're well adjusted. <laughs> I need to, but one of my you fears know? is calling um, adult figures, like authoritarians, yeah. so I'm too scared to call one. Oh, and make the appointment? Yep. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So I just milk everybody um, else's therapy <laughs> session. That means she needs to go to a... Hey, hang on. <gasps> you know... You know you're an adult, an authority figure. Ooh, yeah. Uh, See, that's I don't a, believe yeah. that though. Yeah, oh, it's okay. really weird. Well, that's half the battle. I, guess. I think you're that's right. a thing that happens here though, because everybody to me is the same age that they've always been. That's How yeah. does that work? It, it happens. Yes. In this I don't building. know. It's yeah. so weird. But the fact that I am the age that Jason was when I was in my twenties, and I'm just like, no, no, Jason's still in his mid to late thirties. Like this is, still yeah. mm. <laughs> and it's that's actually not what's happened, and that there's people that are younger than me willie calls me a dinosaur and a little bit of me dies every time (laughs) i'm just like oh my gosh there are kids that look at me the way i looked at at chick and dean and Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. i can't and uh, dean is and dean is still 21 years old to me because that's when i met him yeah and you're in your 20s yeah i'm still in my 20s absolutely it's wild oh and uh speaking of willie he uh he hasn't been fired Yet we tried. Uh, no, of course not. Uh, he's uh, he's taking some time off. So so they called in. Uh, I'm filling in for Will. That's, right. That's exactly right. Okay, uh, Christmas time. Uh, let's go to oh, Cliff Notes Theater. Yeah, and here's a choose your own adventure. Oh, so yes. either a Christmas story or a Christmas carol. Which one would you like an abbreviated Ooh. version of? Uh, you're you're the guest on our show. I don't remember either one. Okay, so what do you want to do? Uh, Carol. Okay. Yeah. All right, here we go. Okay. The Bob and Tom Show now presents Cliff Notes Theater. 
Condensed presentations of timeless classics. Today's story, Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. All right, you workers. It's Christmas. Now get back to work. (sighs) I'm sleepy. I'm going to bed. Hey, Scrooge, I'm a ghost. You need to change. Okay, I learned my lesson. Here's a turkey. (laughs) This has been Cliff Notes Theater. There you go. When you just don't have time to watch the whole movie. I don't remember how Cliff Notes Theater started. I honestly don't, like a lot of stuff. You know what I think it was? Feels like a Marty idea for some reason. Did, do you have that little whistle Josh blows on over there? It's this little plastic thing you blow and it goes whee! Yeah, it's a kazoo, this thing? Yeah, I think... I'm not putting my mouth on that. Just put your tongue in it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> How many times have you heard all that, huh? Anyway, uh, we were... Yeah, I think we were doing a bit called Fishing with Dino and the Boys. Yeah, yeah, remember I, that remember, I remember that bit, absolutely. And we did that because when you blow on that really hard, if you get a better one, I don't think that's a very good one, you can yeah. get a better whistle oh, than okay. that. And it, it sounded like a rod and reel oh, being cast in okay. it. So we said, oh, this will be a great bit, and Fishing with Dino and the Boys. Whee! Yeah. <laughs> Plop. So then that turned into Cliff Notes Theater. To, I don't know how, how it made that sense. <laughs> love the backstory that's that's what that's what happened we are we're missing we're missing you're a missing part. a hunk yeah we're yeah. missing a little bit of that story you know what i'll remember it about 20 minutes but we'll be done okay. one, of these, one of these days i'll yeah. find a fishing with dino and the boys it was always with some like obscure local sportscaster or oh, something really? was, and nothing ever happened it was, ha- it was one of my happened. favorite bits. one of my favorite bits. <laughs> <laughs> nothing happened his favorite uh, like bit. like fishing with uh uh tom Selleck or fishing with uh uh, the guy who played the father on Happy Days, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Tom Bosley. <laughs> yeah, Tom yeah. Bosley, I think, was a guy. Okay. Now, so, Chick, do you have, like, Josh on his podcast had his top 10 Christmas movies. Oh, God. Do you always try to watch a certain Christmas movie or two? Um, No, I don't really. Um, I, I'm with everybody. I think Love Actually is pretty cool. Although there are some, when I hear people talking about it, there are a bunch of parts that don't make sense. The adult cinema part in Love Actually doesn't really make sense. Remember that? Yeah, yeah but I, that's what I. That's why I think it's great is that they actually have feelings for each other, even though they're like. And they've seen each other naked. And, yeah. And they, just a job. It's still yeah, awkward. it's just a job. Like they're stand-ins. Yeah. Yeah, they're stand-ins. They're not actually having intercourse. And I'm going to tell you about it. Do you want? Do yeah, you want maybe to break we can give me some notes. Uh, and I, I love I love the Mr. Bean. I love the Mr. Bean. <laughs> You're a big Bean fan. Oh. I love Bean. When he goes to the uh, when he goes to the department store and buys something for, it's not Emma Thompson. It's the uh, it's oh the yeah, girl it's that, the it's the other girl. Uh, Alan Rickman. Is. You guys, I can't. I mean, like Bean and 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 uh, Bean. Yeah, Mr. Bean. Mr. Bean. Sorry, Jesus. <laughs> sorry, Mr. Bean and um, and uh, the Steve Carell character from The Office. Like those are all so cringy. I can't explain to you how uncomfortable that makes. I just it makes me very uncomfortable. More uncomfortable than Andrew Lincoln in Love Actually with his creepiness <gasps> oh, filming her. Yeah, that's and true. Then, Good point. I'm gonna show up at my friend's house and be like, "I love you." Yeah, that was with weird. Cards. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? I think that that just that lends itself to what like what kind of society we live in that a man being creepy like we should still take it as a compliment. 
Oh, but he thinks I'm pretty. Right. No, he's just filmed me for the last few years and kept the vault in his house. I thought <laughs> that he, the Andrew Lincoln was in love with her husband. Yeah, yeah, I remember. That's what I yeah, thought. I remember you saying thought, that, oh, and I was like, oh, because he's videoing so nasty him, and nasty and to I her. Thought, yeah. I was being, uh, you know, I was, I was being uh, woke. Yeah. Well, it could be. They could be in <laughs> yeah. love. Yes, yes, that's what you were being. Calling attention to it makes me less woke, doesn't it? It's okay. Okay. Uh, Let's wrap up uh, the uh, Christmas edition of Bits and Pieces podcast with uh, a a Tim Wilson song. Daryl Stokes, that dumb son of a Oh, shot Santa Claus. He was laying on the couch on Christmas Eve over at his sister-in-law's. When he heard something walking up on the roof, he laid down his Christmas beard and went and got the same 357 Magnum that Santa brought him last year. And Daryl Stokes, that dumb son of a started shooting in the fireplace. He blowed all the buckles off of Santa's boots and left powder burns on his face. He didn't realize Santa had a heart condition and it was Christmas mess. When the youngins come downstairs and found Daryl pumping on Santa's chest. <laughs> Daryl Stokes, that dumb Saba, gave Santa a heart attack. But with some CPR he'd learned in prison, he was able to bring him back. And there's a split-level house in Tennessee that's wrapped in a Christmas gloom. But they were able to put Santa in the thing and take him to the emergency room. <laughs> Daryl Stokes, that dumb son of a felt bad about what he did. So he tried to think of something so he wouldn't mess up Christmas for the kids. Ah. I'm just kind of making up as we go here. Yeah, so he loaded up the presents in his GTO and that is the reason, folks. If your gifts don't get here till late September, you can thank that dumb son of a... That dumb son of a... Daryl Stokes. (laughs) Uh, uh, Tim Wilson. That's one of my favorite Christmas songs, Daryl Stokes. Mm -hmm. And that... is this going to drop when Friday? It's a oh Christmas no no no! We'll, we'll probably do it today or tomorrow. Oh yeah, not that it matters when they're listening oh. the, right currently, but yes, That's definitely before oh. Christmas. Have you learned nothing from Tom Griswold? I don't know anything. We don't talk about where we I'm are. We don't to, talk about the weather. We don't talk about the, the day, the season, the time. You know, to be fair, his podcast we always dropped them like we you know we did it and we threw it out there. It was there was usually rarely a delay. That's true. Sometimes these are a little bit delayed. But. I like you can mix it up. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's every Friday or just keep them on. The, keep them on their toes. Yeah. Tell mm. people. Yeah. I like but, it. He always asks, uh, well, tell people where they can get the podcast. Well, you, we all just know, right? Yeah, Isn't right. that weird? No, yeah. I mean, but he thinks. Well, there has to be a destination. You have to go yeah. to. Uh, well, there's 100 versions of our <laughs> platforms Menards. you can use. Yeah, so. you got to go to Menards. And, uh, <laughs> it's like buying a hammer. We'll go, we'll go get a hammer. That's right, yeah. yeah. Right. Well, where do you get it? Well, just uh, all kinds of places carry <laughs> hammer. Okay, as yeah. you could tell uh, from today's show, uh, guest host Chick McGee, thank you, thank you very much. Uh, I'm very much in vacation mode, so don't call me again. Willie will be back. <laughs> Thank you, Jess Galsman. Thank you, Jess Hooker. Thanks, Jake, for being here. Hoffy! Thanks for coming, Thanks, Chicky. buddy. We'll talk to you. Willie, we'll talk to you next time. Movies, TV shows, books, podcasts, and more. It's What Women Binge with Melissa Joan Hart and her friend Amanda Lee. We have Lauren Bosworth with us. Yay! Yay. 
the hills. So what is like your number one question from fans? The primary question I still get asked was, what, is it real? <laughs> <laughs> In 2024, to me, is a surprising question to get because I feel like everybody has been through the reality TV gauntlet at this point. What Women Binge, wherever you listen.